Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon and I'm AWOD here at River City Roll and you're listening to the new sports radio 910 The Fan now at 105.1 FM. Yes, today is the day you've all been waiting for here on 910 The Fan. The bowl off. It is the bowling bowl between your 10 to noon host Michael Phillips from MP on the mic and myself. And I will say, I think Michael is desperate for a win. He owes me 50 push-ups for a commander's bet. Yes, sir. He's going to do that next week. He bought everybody at 910 beers for an NFL bet. Now we have a shot of Tabasco on the line. It's, it's a little bit juicy here in today's competition. We will bowl 10 frames. The loser will have to do a extra-large shot of tobacco. I, I believe I'm the betting favorite because of the new rule on 910 The Fan. On Fridays, we roll broadcasting live from River City Roll in Scott's Edition. So I have been here practicing weekly. I've, I've got a pro over my shoulder helping me out with my hook. Absolutely. Helping me out not to I, chicken wing. I saw the hook. The hook is menacing. The hook is real. Uh, but MP is from the middle of nowhere in Kansas where – is that the state sport? It's not on Fridays we roll. It's every day <laughs> yeah, we roll. Yeah, right. <laughs> every day we roll on. I love that. So, of course, it is a football Friday. We will preview the two conference championship games with reporters from each team. 12.30, we'll talk Chiefs. 1.30, we'll talk Ravens. Then it's over to the NFC. 2 p.m., Dante Hittner, Dante Whitner, longtime NFL safety, will join us to talk Niners. And then Greg Henson is our Detroit Lions insider and a Michigan man. He'll join us. At 2.30. And finally, two Friday staples play to win, honoring the best sports audio of the week. Stub puts that together every Thursday. And then AWOD certified game of the week, guaranteeing football fans around the country will enjoy this contest no matter if your team is playing or not. Everyone's got things to do, chores to complete on Sunday. I'll tell you which of the two games is must-watch television. But begin the show today with the bowling competition, Michael. You're up. Your first frame. All right. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to grab grab my medium ball. Let's go. Yep. So let me do a little play-by-play for this. So it's MP on the mic here. He is a right-handed bowler um, using – what is that number on on there? What is the number on that ball there? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Oh, is it an eight? Eight. All right. So he's using a medium eight. Medium eight from Michael Phillips. Steps about uh, eight feet away from the line. First roll right down the middle. That's a good roll. Slightly to the left, he gets about six pins down, I want to say. Uh, looks like a little bit of a double wood situation there. Six pins down on the first roll from Michael Phillips. First ball, six pins. Chance for a spare. He takes a step, takes a breath right down the middle. Oh, that looks true, and it is true, and that's a spare for MP, and that's how you started off right there. Very well done, Michael Phillips. Let's uh, go. That's a good roll, dude. That's Let's a good roll. Let's go. Yeah, you've Let's got some. Go. I mean, that is that's some momentum right there. But of course, you know how we like to start the show every day by catching you up on anything you might have missed around the sports world with the sports app. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Whoa, are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64K. This one. This one. This one. Sports app. Michael, let me tell you a little bit about the 22-year-old Italian sensation, Yannick Sinner. He took down the number one tennis player, maybe the greatest tennis player of all time last night, Novak Djokovic. It was an unbelievable uh, Grand Slam semifinal match. Djokovic, after the match, said, this is one of the worst Grand Slams matches I've ever played. Just brutal honesty from Novak Djokovic as Sinner defeated Novak 6-1 in the first set, 6-2 in the second set. Novak comes from behind, 
fights off match points to win the third set, 6-7, and then falls in the fourth, 6-3. It took three hours and 22 minutes, but Yannick Sinner reaches his first career Grand Slam final. Obviously the biggest win of his career. Now this is his third win over Djokovic in the last nine weeks. The first two had come in smaller competitions, only best of three sets. This a best of five, and he ends Djokovic's streak of 33 consecutive wins in Australia. Here's Sinner after the match talking about the victory. I was um, in a way shocked with my level, you know, in a, in a, in a bad way. I mean, <laughs> not much I was uh, doing right in the first two sets. And um, yeah, I guess this is one of the worst Grand Slam matches I've ever played. Stub, that was Novak Djokovic. Let me hear Yannick Sinner after his Australian Open victory. When I play against him, it's it's obviously, you know, ready before that is a tough match, but Grand Slam is different. Um, it was uh, a tough match, uh, especially when I lost the, the third set with, uh, with match points. I just tried to stay as positive as possible, and it went my way today, so I'm really happy. He had two match points. Novak fights them off, wins the third set. You think it's going in his favor, and then all of a sudden Sinner stepped up his game and got the victory in four sets. It was world number three, Danil Medvedev, while everyone slept, coming back from two sets down for the second time this tournament. He defeats Alexander Zverev, 5-7, 3-6, then in the third, fights off match point, wins 7-6, 7-6 again, and then in the fifth set, 6-3. It took four hours and 20 minutes, but now he has reached his third final in four years, and the sixth career Grand Slam final. Just an incredible comeback for Danil Medvedev. If you've been listening to the show, I did place a bet last week on Medvedev to win the Australian Open. $25 to win $150. It'll be Medvedev against Sinner on Sunday morning. Let's move over to the NBA. Pacers and 76ers. So, of course, 76ers, Joel Embiid scored 70 points the other night. He's been playing incredible. Pacers just traded for Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam, triple-double for the win. Pacers defeat the 76ers, 134-122. Here's the call on 1070, the fan. They have led from the beginning. They scored the first six points. They've never trailed, and now Nemhard driving. Got it to Siakam, who came diving into the lane from the left side, and the dunk makes the lead 25 and forces a Philadelphia timeout. Kings-Warriors was an unbelievably close game last night. Let's take a listen to the final call as DeMontis Sabonis dominates towards the stretch of that game to give the Kings the victory. Here's the call on KHTK. Here's Steph Curry, five seconds to go, hounded by two defenders, chased, ball knocked loose by Fox, it's all over, Fox grabs it, he doesn't even have to score, time runs out, the Kings escape with a 134-133 victory. Part of it's luck, but it feels like Steph Curry has lost a little bit of his clutch gene this season as the Warriors are struggling, and they're outside of the playoffs looking in right now. It's just been a tough year. Of course, you had Draymond Green suspended. Uh, they just lost their assistant coach, uh, sadly passes away. Uh, that was very tough for the Warriors to deal with. They're 19-23 on the season, 4-6 and six in their last 10 games, the 12th seed. Remember, 10 teams make it with the play-in tournament right now. 
Golden State on the outside of the play-in tournament looking in. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Now I hand it off to Michael Phillips so I can roll. My first friend. Man, I love it. I, I, you've been you've been telling me about the Aussie Open. Made some great tennis this year. All right, AWOD Radio stepping up to the line here. This is his first roll. MP on the mic got a spare on the board with a spare. AWOD will try to match. He's got the extra large ball, 12-pounder. So I threw an 8-pounder. AWOD going with the 12-pounder. He's got the world-famous spin. I don't have the spin. I got the straight on. Here it is. Here's the roll. Halfway down the frame. Towards the pins. Hits cleanly. He's got 8 He's got eight, two standing, both on the left side. This is a makeable spare for Awad. He's going to grab his ball and uh, line up for the spare. He's got the two pins on the left side here. Just needs to get them both to complete the spare. Match MP's first roll in the Super Bowl off here at River City Roll. The ball is down. The spin is on. Is it too much spin? It is a little too much spin. Just misses. It's an eight in the first round for AWOD Radio. The roll-off continues after this. You're, you're listening to 910 The Fan now, 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open throughout the show, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. It's AWOD here broadcasting live from River City Roll in Scott's edition. River City Roll, much more than... Just a bowling alley. You got live music and entertainment on the weekends. A chef-inspired menu. The pizza's banging. River City Roll has their own beer. You can get a picture of it anytime there's a football game on for just ten dollars. So head to River City Roll today. Tell them Awad sent you. We're here with Michael Phillips, MP on the mic. But Michael, let's bring in Stubb for a second. See where he weighs on this competition. I like who, this. Who is he picking? Like Stubb. What's going on, bud? It's tough because, like you've been mentioning, Michael Phillips has the roots, but you have the recent experience. It's a, I mean, this is the game people look forward to. If Tony Romo were here, he'd be losing his mind. I tell you, Jim, I mean, this is just, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a really good Romo. <laughs> I think I'm going to lean Adam here just because he's had that professional bowler there giving him tips every week. Right. His spin is is legit. Like, it's a tour-style spin. Hey, remember I told you, I, though. I, I you have to call on. it a hook now. Right? A hook, we you. were told uh, spin a is hook. not the right term. It he, is called the hook. He puts a little English on it. Yeah. I, I, I just go straight forward with it. Yeah, I put a little Kim English on it. it. And I got myself a split there. I got myself in trouble. In that yeah, time, yeah, you did. But, um, Stubb, I appreciate you supporting me. You know it, it would have been hard for you to uh, – you know, do your duties if you were supporting Michael Phillips here. <laughs> you know, uh, I can I can be a bit of a Grinch off air. That, that's for sure. No, no, no. Uh, but I I always champion. Nobody cares about you more than me. I, stuff. I Nobody's going to support you for your rest of your career than me. And I, I'm glad you're supporting. I care about you, American working man, because I am an American working man. So we're two frames in here. Michael, like you heard on the play-by-play, started off with a spare and then hit eight on his second. Uh, Second frame, first roll. So he's at 27 after getting a 9 uh, on the second frame. I am sitting at 17. You heard Michael on the call there. I got 8 and then gutter ball on the second roll. And then a 7 and a 2 where I was dangerously close to getting that spare. That was my first play-by-play since KU Baseball on KJHK <laughs> Student Radio oh, really? in 2007. How about that, Damn. man? Well, it sounded pretty good. Uh, you know, you warmed up the pipes. I warmed up the arm, warmed up the pipes. This is a big day, big right. day. But anytime we get MP on the mic, that means you know we have to hear that beautiful sounder. Can I play a little crosstalk, Stub? If 
I could just have your attention. It's Crosstalk with Adam Epstein and Michael Phillips on The Fan. It's like that 190s movie that everybody loved. What's the name of that movie? It's not Crosstalk, but it sounds like Crosstalk. It's Crosstalk on The Fan. Oh, Face Off with Travolta and Nick Cage. But this is Crosstalk. All right, so each week on the show, Michael Phillips and I cancel an NFL franchise. If we've canceled you, that means we believe your season is done. Turn in your pads and your helmet. Coach might be losing his job because you are fired. And so each week we cancel a team. We've whittled our way down uh, with 18 weeks of the regular season and now on to two weeks of the postseason and, Michael, you're feeling very good about your picks. Here. I have all four teams available today. You cannot make that statement. Yeah, I mean, how did that happen? Stubb, how did we let that happen? Are you sure he didn't cheat back there? I don't think we he did. Stubb. I, I... I, don't know, I don't know if I can trust Stubb on a computer screen here. Uh, there, there were, I mean, I definitely was sweating it with a couple teams. The Buccaneers, uh, you know, I was sweating it with yeah. to the end. The Rams uh, had a late-season surge. Yeah. I was sweating them out for sure. Uh, caught some breaks. I felt great about the lines the whole way. You'd, you'd be an idiot to cancel the Chiefs of course. Uh, it, you know, the, the, the Ravens are there, and uh, I, I, obviously none of us were going to cancel the Niners. So last week, I think you canceled the Bucks. is that correct? I did. So that, that's I, what I said. That was not a sure thing. Yeah, I canceled the Lions. I, I was running out of teams to cancel, so uh, that's where we are at here. I only have the, what, Chiefs and Ravens and you, Niners remaining? You have to cancel an AFC team in the hopes that you can, you can get two teams to next week. Right, yeah. right. Or I cancel the 49ers and just am all in on an NFC team winning? Or, no, I couldn't even yeah, do that because then to, I have to cancel someone next you'd week. You'd be playing for a tie in that situation. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd, you'd be playing you for know, me to lose. We don't play for ties. I don't play for if ties. If you hear Friday at 2.15, you know we play to win. Play to all win. right, uh, Stubb, let me hear that sounder. Oh, uh, wait, what, the, your cancel? Let, let's go to Michael first. Okay. I'm, on, I'm, I'm, I'm in and I'm ready. Let's do it. If you want it. You're fired. Which means you are done. Oh, the magical ride out. ends. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. And I'd like you to get the f out of here. You're fired! I broke this down on my show today at 10.30. I have zero trust in Kyle Shanahan in a big game. Zero trust. <laughs> but... I got even less trust in a Detroit Lions team that, while I, I love them, I love the story, they could have lost each of the last two. Yeah. They, like, they, they are lucky to be here in a lot of ways. I think you could say the same thing about the Niners, though. I mean, Ooh. a Packers made field goal, hey. they might still be playing. I heard you Absolutely. say uh, you just don't also trust Jared Goff. No, and, and look, you've got in the AFC – Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, throw in Josh Allen, guys who carry their teams on their backs. In the NFC, you have Brock Purdy, who is being carried by Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and Kyle Shanahan. You've got Jared Goff, who's being carried by Ben Johnson, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Jameer Gibbs, that running game. These are not quarterbacks who you say in a two-minute drill, they will elevate your team to greatness and to victory. These are quarterbacks who you say, you build something around them, they can get the job done. I like that, and so... Uh, you're hoping that the Detroit Lions take the L. If the Lions lose, uh, and I'm rooting for them to win the Super Bowl, to be clear, personally. Oh, but, but oh but I didn't I, know that. Well, I want Ben Johnson to win a Super Bowl before he comes here. Okay. Get, get a ring, come to the Commanders. But, but 
I'm playing to win. You play to win the game, and I, I cannot cancel either of the AFC teams. I think that's going to be a great game. Uh, I know you have to, but but I can't do it. Uh, I I just can't talk myself into canceling the Niners. Doesn't feel like a good call. Yeah, no, I feel that. And so I, I can't kill, cancel an NFC team because I've already canceled the Detroit Lions, and so I'm hoping we get the 49ers uh, against either the Chiefs or the Ravens. Uh, but with that being said, look, it took me a long time to come up with this Cancelization Cancelization, here. Cancelization, yeah. Right. We're we're down to the final teams here. Uh, It's difficult. I I do feel like, and I said this on my show, you could make the case for all four teams being Super Bowl champions this year. Absolutely. It's going to be a great weekend of football. I'm fired up. With that being said, the pick is in. 15, inside the 5, touchdown, Kansas City! You're fired. See you later. I know, because you're fired. No, you're fired. And now it is my great pleasure to announce you are fired. Well, I guess it's time to say goodbye. Oh, boy, it's hard to say goodbye to Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Kansas City Chiefs. But uh, I've got to stick with my gut here that is this is – the Ravens' season from start to finish. I've been saying that Lamar was on a mission to prove that he is not just a regular season quarterback. He got paid. Uh, a lot of times when people get paid, they stop trying. Uh, Lamar had a chip on his shoulder. He's been incredible all season long. I'm going to say Lamar and the Ravens get it done. So fun to watch. On the other hand, Josh Allen was nails in that game the other week. Patrick Mahomes is just a little bit better. That Chiefs defense is good. That's the that's the sneaky story of the year. The receivers seem to be not dropping the ball this time of year, which is, which is nice for Mahomes. Uh, I think this is going to be a fantastic football game. I think it comes down to which tight end has a better game. Mark Andrews back for the Ravens. Travis Kelsey. Most of the time you would pick Kelsey, but I do think the Ravens are going to like spotlight him. You're going to see double teams thrown at him because they don't trust Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling to beat them or Kadarius Toney no. or Rasheed Rice. They're yeah. going to know that Kansas City's game plan is to get Travis Kelsey involved. That's why I think Mark Andrews could have the better game. I like that thought, and I love the Ravens receivers too. I had a soft spot for Zay Flowers all year. You got OBJ. That's, that's a fun crew. They are easy to root for. I won't be rooting for them, you know. My Kansas roots will come out, of course, on Sunday. <laughs> but that's an easy team to root. Yeah, and if you're uh, looking at player props, I do like Isaiah Likely to cast a touchdown. Okay. He has been clutch in the playoffs for the Ravens and including the final few weeks of the season while they were missing Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews comes back. I think he dominates from the 20 to the 20 in the red zone. I think they're going to look to Likely. I don't want to be that guy, but do we have a weather forecast? You know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, it's in Baltimore. It's going to be cold, but I do not think it's going to be snowing or raining. 47 degrees at kickoff, 25% chance of rain. 25% so, chance yeah, of rain. Yeah, you, you, you want to see that game in good conditions. because yeah. You, you want to see Lamar running. You want to see these offenses at full, full power. All right, so we've got some bowling to do before we get to a Chiefs breakdown. That's coming up next. We'll talk Ravens as well. And then at 1.30, or excuse me, 2 p.m., it's 49ers. 2.30, it's Lions. Do you want to cash out now for half the bottle of Tabasco? Oh, no chance. Oh, no chance. No. (laughs) I have a feeling that by the time we come back from break, I am going to be ahead. Woo! You're down 10 right now. We're entering the third frame. You're down 10. Yep. Well, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? Happy Friday, everybody. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. New rule on 910 The Fan on Fridays. We roll broadcasting live from River City Roll here in Scott's edition uh, for the 
bowl off here, the bowling bowl between Michael Phillips and myself. I, I was pretty confident when we came back I would have a lead. You were. I used that confidence to roll a strike and then could not convert off of that. Rolled a seven and a could not convert the split. Michael with uh, a nine and then another nine. So you were very close to two splits or two spares there. So we're sitting at 45 pins for Michael, 41 for Awad. Consistency. That's how you build a winner. Yeah. Four frames in, though. We're, I mean, we're both on pace to go over 100. I, I'm nowhere near my 160 point total that I, I thought if I hit 160, you'd have no chance. I agree. If you hit 160, I have no chance. Oh, boy. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to need to turn it on here over the next six frames. But joining us right now, talk a little Kansas City Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens on the Hadid Mercer rug cleaning hotline. It is Dane and Hughes. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, man? Hey, you got to get a little curve. You got to get a little hook here <laughs> to, your, to your bowling form, man. You just can't throw the straight change up down the lane you got to get some power a power hook or something huh yeah. I love it. I like that's a Midwest guy talking right there. He knows his bowling. <laughs> I know, but then the, sometimes you hook it too much. That's what I did last time, right into uh, the gutter. So Kansas City traveling uh, to Baltimore. You know, we were just talking. Do you think the weather's going to have an effect in this game much? I don't think so. I mean, the Chiefs. I know for from our perspective, we've seen it all this season. I mean, we played in sub-frigid temperatures in the first round of the playoffs. The Super Wild Card was minus 30 degrees uh, on the field. Uh, we played in snow. We played in rain. Patrick doesn't seem to be affected by any kind of the any elements. Uh, so I think they're expecting like a 50% chance of rain in Baltimore. I just don't think that that's going to be the factor. I feel like each team has really good defenses. Uh, that can be opportunistic, uh, although Baltimore has been much more opportunistic than the Chiefs, but both defenses are really good. And uh, you never know in the elements, you can just poke a ball out, you know, a, a slight overthrow or slip throw can change the game when you're talking about these two matchups. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at a battle of MVPs, Patrick Mahomes mm -hmm. and Lamar Jackson, two superstar quarterbacks that can put their teams on their back. But you're right, both teams' defenses are really good. But, uh, you know, that's kind of my question on this is, is this going to be a defensive battle or are we going to see the quarterbacks explode and have this offense, you know, scoring 25 each? I, you know, we talk about sports gambling a lot on this show. The over's 44 and a half. I, I feel like this could be a shootout game. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I, it could be a shootout, but last week was a shootout, and the Bills had, like, 30 more plays than us in the game. Like, so I don't know what kind of shootout. If we're talking about, like, 12 to 14 play drives, nickel and diming down the field, and everybody's on the edge of their seats, or if we're talking about a few home run plays or runs that are going to keep people standing up. Like, I don't know when you talk about this matchup because – the defense is definitely going to be a factor. Special teams, you guys with Justin Tucker, us with Harrison Butker, number one and number one B uh, in the C, you know, as far as kickers. Like, who knows how this game is going to unfold with those dynamics. And then, obviously, the two quarterbacks. So, I feel like it's, it could be one of those games where it's like 14 to 10, or it could be like 31 27. Hopefully we're on the winning side of, of both of those kinds of matchups, but I know it's just going to be epic. I mean, Lamar Jackson has been looking for this opportunity, I'm sure, chomping at the bit, 
for him to be able to have some retribution in the postseason. Uh, basically opened the door up for us to win our first Super Bowl uh, in 2020 because they were the one seed and wind up losing to the Titans, and we were able to host an AFC championship. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I feel like that's, you know, that's probably been something that's been grinding in his head that he didn't have the opportunity to go against Patrick Mahomes, and now he does. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I, I feel exactly like you feel. Yeah, it's a game they've been looking forward to for a long time. I, you know, all we've heard all season is, boy, the Chiefs receivers aren't as good as they used to be. You know, they, they, this has been the weak link of the team. You're a receiver. You're in the booth. You're watching every week. I've only been watching the playoffs, but that, that's not what I've seen. I've seen some guys who have come <laughs> up when it matters. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you tuned into the Chiefs from week 17 on, you would think that that – was a bogus argument, but let me tell you, it, it has not been. I mean, the first 16 weeks of the season, uh, leading the NFL in drops, uh, and having literally four opportunities, you can, you can dial back to four of our losses coming by way of one catch. Like, just one catch on each mm-hmm. game. And this game will be p- being played in Arrowhead Stadium as opposed to in Baltimore. So, yeah, it has been an Achilles heel this season, but – like, we were in it for the long haul. We were in it to get to this position. We've been spoiled in playing in six straight AFC championships that we can brush aside some of those inadequacies during the regular season because we knew we would have this opportunity in the postseason. And thankfully, the guys that were the culprits during the regular season have really stepped up in the postseason. Marquez Valdez-Scanlon came up with two huge catches against the Buffalo Bills. Each of those big catches led to touchdowns. Um, We've seen what Rasheed Rice as a rookie, how he's elevated his game. He was a culprit early in the season with putting the ball on the ground, and now he's become undeniably the number one receiver on this team. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco coming along strong like he did at the end of last year offensively. So I feel like, you know, I don't know if there's enough of a body of work to say that we've We've significantly overcome some of those issues, but I know we're playing really good football right now when it when it's important to do so. Dan and Hughes with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, TV radio broadcaster, and Kansas City Chiefs color analyst uh, Andy Reid, such a such a great coach. Six straight AFC title games, and you know how do you think he approaches these big games? I think the the nature of this organization and the identity of this organization is that we just kind of treat every game the same i feel like when you watch patrick mahomes and you see his preparation you see the attention to detail you see some of the 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 quirks and twists and turns of our offense and defense and special teams you can tell like it doesn't seem like the moment is too big for anybody which tells you about the culture like andy Reid. if you if you're just walking by him or if you're talking to him he's just kind of a matter of fact kind of fatherly grandfatherly figure that's just even keeled. And I think and then when you look at Patrick on the field between the lines, you know, he's calling for the plays in his hel- in his helmet. He's having fun on the field. Now you may see some antics when he gets off to the off the field, a helmet slamming or, you know, in a couple of frustrating moments screaming at officials, but on the field, he's just kind of even. And I think that permeates through the entire team. So there, there's not much more you can say about the effect of Andy Reid, Brett Veach, 
and Patrick Mahomes, but the fact that they keep everything at one level. It's always about the next play. It's about the next game. It's about getting the next win. And I think everybody else adopts that kind of mindset. I think if the Chiefs are going to win this game, it's vital that they contain Lamar Jackson. He's going to have you know, a few explosive plays. He's going to have one mm-hmm. big third down that he picks up with his legs, but you can't let that spiral into several plays where he burns you. you know, how do you think the Chiefs plan to contain a guy like Lamar Jackson, and do you have any idea who they would choose to be the spy against Lamar Jackson? Well, I think there's no better reference to containing than what we saw last week with Josh Allen. The first the first half of the game, he was lights out, throwing the ball well. He had a couple of laterals, a couple of bubble screens. Didn't have a, a chunk play, which is 20 yards or more. He didn't have a chunk play in the entire game. Who would have thought in that, run, in that divisional round going into Buffalo on his home turf with all the history between he and Patrick Mahomes that he would not have one explosive play down the field? The containing is part of that makeup. That's what we were able to accomplish last week. You look at the numbers, and some of them were skewed, but I feel like we we definitely uh, employed a game plan and were successful in the game plan recognizing who we were going against. That's the same thing that we're going to face this week. I'm not saying that they're going to have the same approach, but a very similar approach to containing them, you're not trying to stop him. It's kind of like the Michael Jordan rule. He's going to get his. You just hope that it doesn't affect everybody else on the field. As far as who's going to spy him, our entire linebacking core and even a safety with regards to Justin Reed will mm. probably ha- take turns at uh, trying to contain Lamar Jackson. Drew Tranquil has been phenomenal this year, a free agent we picked up from the Chargers. Willie Gay Jr., was slated to be the guy last week against the Bills that would spy Josh Allen, but he didn't play because of a neck injury. Hopefully he's back this week. And then our leader in Nick Bolton, who's that middle linebacker that has been a force in the run game uh, that will have the responsibility. So they're going to mix things up. They're not just going to give one look for Lamar to try to take advantage of. Danian, great stuff, man. I appreciate it. All right, keep my guy Mitch in line in the booth this weekend, all right? <laughs> I will try. That's a tough task. <laughs> <laughs> That's Danian Hughes. Throw him a follow on social media at Guy 83 I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. MP, we got to roll. We got to roll. We got to keep rolling here. We'll update the audience of the score after this quick commercial break. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, it is a football Friday. You just heard from Danon Hughes on the Chiefs perspective. And, of course, we will be joined by a Ravens reporter at 1.30. Talk 49ers with Dante Hittner, Dante Whitner, longtime safety in the NFL at 2 p.m. And then Greg Henson, our Michigan man and Lions insider at 2.30. But every Friday on 910 The Fan at 12.45, it is Don't Sleep on These Picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy. And this week we bring in Matt Valdez from the Sports Junkies. What's going on, Valdez? Adam, how are you? Sounds like you got a star-studded lineup. Valdez, I'm doing pretty good here. And, uh, you know, let me ask you this, all right? I got Michael Phillips with me here. What's up, dude? From MP on the mic. All right, he, he's interested in buying my Ravens ticket, all right? It is $10 on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl for 200 Do you think I should sell this ticket, 
or do I hedge? I mean, how do I handle this situation here? No, no hedging, no selling. This Ravens team is very, very good. If you look at their DVOA, especially especially their weighted DVOA, it's one of the best of all time. I mean, they're number one in defense. They're number four in total offense. Number two, if it was, doesn't count that Pittsburgh sloppy uh, uh, subfest that they had on week eight, uh, week eighteen. I think this team is prime and poised to win the Super Bowl. I wouldn't hedge. I wouldn't sell. I would keep that ticket and wait for me to get down there and get my hair dyed. <laughs> I love that. So let's get to the picks this weekend. Let me hear that sounder for Don't Sleep on These Picks. It's time for Don't Sleep on These Picks. Presented by Don't Sleep Energy. AWOD will be joined by one of the donks behind the glass, Drab and Valdez. He's the sexiest man on the planet. To go through the best college and NFL games of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, Don't sleep on this segment every Friday at 1245 on AWOD Radio. All right, Valdez, the first pick is who are you winning, who are you picking to win the 910 The Fan Bowl off? It's been going on throughout the show today. We're seven frames in. Michael Phillips has 70 pins. I'm at 64. So down by six pins with three Three frames to to go. Valdez, who are you picking? You know what, Adam? You're a primetime player. I expect you to have the comeback in hand. I'm picking you, Adam. I like that. I like that. My protege. <laughs> I, I, That's my I, guy. I spent three weeks hearing about how you're a primetime player. You got three <laughs> three frames left to prove it, buddy. <laughs> I know, right? I have not been very good. And the, during that last commercial break, we were both rushing it, Michael. No marks. Three yeah. three frames for each of us. No marks. A uh, lot of gutters. <laughs> I went nine seven nine. You went nine seven seven. Yes. Not, wait, wait, not, wait. I might I might have to change my pick if there's no bumpers for Adam. There are no bumpers for me, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Valdez, what is your lock of the weekend, though? My lock of the weekend, and I've been adamant about this Ravens team, I'm going to lay the three and a half. I would lay all the way up to five if it gets there by kickoff. I think this team is prime and poised and ready to make a Super Bowl run. Um, If you look at the Chiefs, I think they're kind of doing it with a little smoke and mirrors. Uh, I know everyone wants to uh, applaud primetime Patrick Mahomes for for his playoff performance, but... Keep in mind, he was going up against a, a injured Miami team, uh, and a depleted Bills team, uh, especially in the linebacker situation. I just think McDonald's going to have something dialed up for, for Mahomes, and I expect the Ravens to, to route the Chiefs almost uh, at home. You know they're bringing out all the big guns. They're going to have Ray there. They're going to have Ed Reed there. Jonathan Ogden's going to be there. It's going to be electric at the bank. I think the home field advantage is really going to be something. So. I expect the the Ravens to hoist the Lamar Hunt trophy at the end of the day on Saturday. I, I like that pick that you're going with the Ravens. Do you like my lock of the week, though? It's the same game, over 44.5 points. I'm expecting a lot of offense. Well, they are very good defensive teams. Um, I, just, I, I kind of expect if the Ravens get out to an early lead, maybe they kind of take the air out of the ball and run it. Uh, I don't necessarily like the total as much as you do, especially because they are calling for a little bit of shower, so it might be a little little slick track. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm more confident in the Ravens laying the points than I am in the total. The thing is that the like 24-21 hits the over at 45, right? And that's not that high scoring of a game. It's a low talking number. about Mahomes against Lamar. That's a sm- that's a smelly number. Yeah. It is, it is a very smelly number, but like I said, I'm definitely more confident in the Ravens than I am in the total because – you know, think about it. Even if it's, you know, 28 to 
10. That's still a rate. That's still an under. Um, you know, I, I just, I really have faith in this Ravens defense. Uh, I don't know what it is. They've shown out all season long. I just don't expect them to let up here. This is Don't Sleep on These Picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy. It's Matt Valdez from the Sports Junkies here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. If you need the energy to stay up late and see your picks go up in flames, it's easy. Head over to DontSleepEnergy.com. Use the promo code AWOD Radio to save some cash. Don't Sleep supports AWOD. They support the, uh, the boys behind the glass a bit season. Head to DontSleepEnergy.com. Use promo code AWOD Radio. I'm very interested to see what your sports tilt of the week is, Valdez. Oh, uh, definitely. Look, I've been reading all the articles. I've been watching all the uh, all the uh, pundits on ESPN and Fox Sports, and it's just it's tilting me when they say just make Lamar throw the ball. Like this, this is not the same Lamar Jackson of 2018, 2019. He's gotten so much better as a passer, and I just think it's a little disrespectful to say just have Lamar throw the ball. That's been tilting me all week as the reason to beat the Ravens. I don't see it. I think he's refined as a passer, and you'll see it on Saturday. That's a, that's a good. That's a really good tilt of the week. Mine, Valdez, we could talk this out here. It's the timing of Wes Unsell Jr. getting fired. It made no sense. Everybody's questioning it. Why in the middle of the season, when you're already tanking, are you going to fire him and then decide to move him to the front office so you're really not firing him? You know, we talk about on my show how working with the junkies for almost 10 years, I can smell a bit a mile away. And you guys just kind of stumbled into a great bit of Cakes trying Zen on air, and it was ruined by the breaking news. I mean, it was so frustrating to hear JP try to sneak in Wes Unsell talk while Cakes is getting ready to vomit. Yeah, well, we got to give the information to the people, and you know that. And it just makes me wonder if his last name wasn't Unselled, if they wouldn't just fire him completely instead of kind of shoo him off into the sunset like this. Yeah, no, you're right about that. But uh, Cakes was the star of the show. I, I thought that was hilarious. I mean, uh, I went back and I listened to it because I watched it, and then I went back and listened to it. And he not only did he, like, get the face, but you could just tell the way he was talking. The Zen, like, rocked his world yesterday. You know what? I think I have to take away Cakes' man card. As someone <laughs> who dabbles in uh, chewing tobacco every now and then, I was a little disappointed in Cakes. I thought he was a little more manlier than that. <laughs> I think you're right about that. Uh, it was pretty funny. Hey, I did want to give a shout-out to Jameer Gibbs. A great comeback win against Iowa the other night for Maryland. Jameer Young. Jameer, Jameer Young, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday. But, yeah. dude, he's been on a tear. I really love the fact that if anyone watched the Maryland-Michigan State game on Sunday, he kind of got his pocket picked when he was going for the game winner against Michigan State at home on Sunday. And then Willard just let him have the ball against Iowa, and it was a great move, strong left-hand layup for the winner. Uh, it just it really says a lot about him. But he's been on fire. He's been on fire. I look forward to seeing what he's doing against Nebraska on Saturday. Valdez, do you have a take on Giannis coming out and saying that he was shocked by the head coach being fired when obviously he was involved in conversations about that? No chance. To be honest with you, I don't know how you mess that up as a head coach. Your number one job is to be friends with the star player. <laughs> right? Because if you're friends with the star player, you're not going to get fired. So can you be that socially awkward that you just you can't relate to Giannis? <laughs> it is so weird. It's a weird situation. 30-13 and 13 on a two-game win streak and now out of a job because he didn't get along with either Giannis or his brother Thanasis, right? <laughs> yeah. They need some help on defense. Uh, I mean, Lillard's definitely a liability, and so maybe that's what they need. I don't like the fact that Doc Rivers was probably consulting in the background and telling everyone, I can probably do that job better. Seems a little hey, snaky to me. 
Hey, Valdez, let me hear your, your marketing chops here. Give me and my audience in Richmond a reason, a reason to come to Bethesda for 980 against 106.7 The Fan next week. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get a lot of inside radio. A lot of, uh, You know, it's also fun when you see the guys drinking. Because <laughs> the holiday show, everyone gets to hear them boozing every now and then. You get, you get to hear them cut loose. You don't have the restraints of the FCC. It's going to be a fun night. So we've got some su- surprises planned. So everyone should come out. Well, that sounds like a ton of fun. Valdez, enjoy your weekend, and hopefully hopefully, uh, the Ravens pull it out for you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yep, that was Don't Sleep on These Picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy. If you need the energy to stay up late and see your picks go up in flames, it's easy. Head over to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code AWOD Radio to save some cash. Your picks might go busto, but you'll be loaded with gusto. Don't Sleep makes you great. We're broadcasting live from River City Roll here in Scott's Edition. River City Roll, much more than a bowling alley. Live entertainment Fridays and Saturdays, even on Sundays for brunch from 10.30 to 3. Uh, they've got a musician Really great food, uh, seasonal menu. I love the pizza. And, of course, River City Roll beer, $10 pitcher anytime there's a football game on. We've got three frames to play here. Michael Phillips three holding to go. on to a six-pin lead. Here's what I think we should do. We'll roll the eighth frame, then come back and close it out live on air for the Live audience. for all the Tabasco. From River City Roll. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.